Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Capital of America, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global stage for music, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com for the time of your life on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and we have two young award-winning artists for you today coming right up, so stay tuned. Well, I'm Patrick O'Hepernan. I'm your host host today and on Music Friday Live. And don't forget, this is your show. You can email your questions or comments in at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will read your questions on the air. But right now, we have a surprise guest with us. It's Jackie Bristow. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How are you, Patrick? Well, congratulations. Shot of Gold has been released today. Yes, I'm very excited about that, um, and I have distribution through MGM in the US, and i got a little tour, a bunch of shows, I'm in Austin at the moment, and um, yeah, so yay, <laughs> finally okay. it's out. Uh, now, you've been working on this album now for, I don't know, a couple of years? Yeah, a couple of years, but um, it just took took a little bit of time getting all the videos made and the artwork done, and and releasing it and getting the right publicist and you know things take time so that's cool yeah. it's, it's it's out now so that's great well now where can people get it um well it's available on vinyl also um so vinyl cd um and i have distribution so i'm not sure what stores they'll be getting it into but um don't know but of, yeah. of course it's on itunes and amazon and all of that, and people can also contact me through my website if they they want a vinyl, and I can send it out if they can't find it in a shop close to them. I don't know how many shops are left um, around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why don't you tell everybody what your website is? Uh, it's jackiebristow.com. Um, www.jackiebristow.com. All right. Now we we've played a couple of the songs from um, uh, Shot of Gold on the air, and we're not gonna we're not gonna play any today. But maybe we'll have you back and do that. But uh, the reviews have come in from the New Zealand release, and they are very very good. So I want everybody to go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to you know wherever, or better yet, just go to www.jackiebristow.com and get yourself a copy of Shot of Gold because this is a wonderful album. And Jackie, congratulations. I am so excited for you because I've been following this process for at least a couple of years now. And uh, I know. It's so good thank, to see you. It out. Yeah, uh, thank you. All right. Much. Well, we're going to have to have you back on now. See, you're in Austin right now, but you're on tour. Are you coming back to California soon? Yeah, I'll be back in LA in about 10 days. I'm playing Hotel Cafe on um, the October the 16th. It's a Sunday okay. night. Well, yeah. maybe I will be there. For all our Southern California listeners, our Los Angeles listeners, you all know where Hotel Cafe is on Coinga. So it's October 16th, and yeah. you can hear Shot of Gold. Boy, that's and it's going to be so much fun. Well, thank you so much for giving us a call in, and uh, we'll see you on the 16th. Yeah, thank you. Okay, awesome. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, Salvador Santana is with us. So don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts 
is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here on Music Friday Live. Don't forget, this is your show. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will read your questions online on the air to our guest. Well, well, I am so glad to uh, to introduce our next guest. Um, he's a singer, he's a songwriter, he's a keyboardist, he's a composer, he's and he's an optimistic activist, or in a nutshell, he's an inspiration to everybody. Salvador Santana is returning today, right now, to Music Friday Live with a new music project and a new role in the drive for immigration and respect and reform. Salvador's musical roots include his father, guitarist Carlos Santana, his mother, poet, author, and activist Deborah Santana, and his two grandfathers, blues man Saunders King and violinist and mariachi bandleader Jose uh, Santana. He has teamed up with um, Casa in Action and DEC artists to create This Is My Home, a campaign to tell immigrant stories from across the country and promote voter registration and immigration reform. Salvador, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, there's so much to talk about, uh, especially regarding um, This Is My Home. But first, I I'd like to know a little bit about your new projects. Uh, what prompted you to try some new directions? Well, you know, I think uh, it's really just one of those things where I'm still uh, exploring and finding out who uh, not only I am as an artist and a musician, but um, what I would like to do with my music and how I can impact others um, in a positive way. And uh I linked up with um, a good friend of mine, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Dart, and uh, he let me know about um, this uh, incredible immigration reform campaign titled Casa in Action uh, with the hashtag, um, we are Casta, this is our home. Um, and it explores different uh, political, at times, topics, but overall just um, really getting everybody um, aware of immigration and why it's important to everybody here, especially in America, and why it's so important to America as well. Um, and I've had the honor and the privilege through this journey so far um, to interview not only my father, who was kind enough to do it, um, but I had I the opportunity to interview um, the supreme awesome uh, Mr. Eduardo Olmos. Uh, and I got to also, for me, this is the creme de la creme, uh, I got to interview uh, the incredible um, unbelievable uh Dolores Huerta um that was uh, a few weeks ago I got to do that um so it's it's just an honor and a blessing to be a part of this because um I feel like we it, it's it's allowed me to um again explore different ideas and and uh tackle different um subject matters that may be difficult to talk about but at the same time we need to be talking about it and it involves everybody and I'm just humbled and grateful to be a part of this, and I can't wait to see um, the unfoldment and where it goes. Well, we're going to talk about uh, the, uh, this is my home uh, in detail a little later, and also that uh, that interview with uh, Dolores Huerta. I've met D Dolores myself, and she is a powerhouse. And for those of you who don't know who she is, she is the uh, co-founder of what eventually became uh, the uh, United Farm Workers, but she's also a... Uh, uh, a very, very significant uh, social activist, political activist, and power in, uh, particularly in, in in California politics. Um, now, you've you've started out some new directions in music, and uh, I I want to play an example of one of your new directions, uh, fantasy reality, because I I want to hear I want our audience to hear a little of it, and then we can come back and kind of dissect it not only for the music, but for the mood and where it says your career is. So uh, let's play a little bit of fantasy reality. 
great achievement always takes a great risk And I'm on a hot streak with luck I never miss Grateful for what I got, believing in my progress Fantasy, reality, a never-ending process If I lose, then I won't lose the lessons I'm never giving up If I choose to move on, keep pressing I'm gonna live it up The sacrifices I've made for who I am today Turn a negative to positive And I'll find a way create a, uh, a really wild in, environment there that's much different from earlier songs like rise up or uh meet to Saturday, which we're going to play later now how did that piece of music come together did you produce that uh well i got together actually with a gentleman by the name of big jer um he's a he's a uh, dj out here in los angeles who uh remixes different songs and uh, we got together he was really feeling fantasy reality which came out actually around this time last year um, the album itself as well as the single and uh, we just got together and he was really feeling this one and said he wanted to do something with it and I said yeah sure and we collaborated on it and uh, what you guys hear is uh, what we felt good about presenting to the world and uh, you're right it's a different direction electro uh, electronic and dubstep definitely what more the kids are listening to and more of that uh, that bass is what we, what we were aiming for um, but it's all still, um, it's still the same message, you know, uh, the, the, the idea of duality and juxtaposition, how two opposites can work together rather than, uh, well, just not working together, I guess. Um, and in this case, you know, fantasy reality is about conquering your fears, uh, persevering through adversity, and, you know, uh, rather than using those emotions to weaken you or get in the way of what you're trying to accomplish you embrace it and uh battle the adversity through the feeling of feeling vulnerable and rather than allowing that to be um, a weakness it actually the feeling of vulnerability can actually be a strength so that's that's one of the many messages that i wanted to portray in fantasy reality but honestly i create the music so that people can interpret it their own way the listeners can enjoy it the way they want to and honestly however it is i just want them the listeners to enjoy the music as much as I had fun making it. Well, I, I think from what I can, what I've heard so far, we're all going to have fun listening to it. And I, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I understand you're also recording songs with, um, um, other people, uh, Juanes and, uh, Astro Sierra of Ozamotli. Um, they're going to be released later this year. How did all that come together? Uh, you know, just just by the um, uh, just life happens and 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 things work out in mysterious ways. I've I've known Azdru Sierra, uh, lead singer from Osamali, and I've known those guys for years. Um, Azdru and I, we've always worked on music together, and just in the last two three years, we decided it'd be really cool to uh, join forces and create our own style of music. And uh, we had the opportunity to do so. We're uh, we joined a group. Uh, we formed a group, actually, I should say. Uh, we call, we're calling ourselves the Remixicans. And uh, we have, uh, <laughs> we have some, we have, thank you. We have an album and, and, a, and a collection of songs that we're actually mixing down and getting ready to um, put out. Hopefully, hopefully sooner than later. It's taken a little bit of time because life happens and I have many things happening. It's a good problem to have. I'd much rather be busy than, than bored. Um, but now is a good time to really focus on it and complete it and finish it. So I'm just having fun in that process and, and looking forward to uh, the day that I can release that. So everyone be on the lookout for that. We're called the Remixicans, and, uh, and uh, you know, we have our own website and social media and everything like that. Uh, so check that out when you can. Um, and then, yeah, with Juanes, uh, I linked up through, uh, with him through uh, a gentleman named Juan Caipo, uh, he called me. Uh, we have mutual friends. He's also in the Bay Area. Even though I live in Los Angeles, I still connect with a lot of people in the Bay Area where I'm from. And uh, Juan told me that he's got this um, uh, Credence Clearwater compilation album that's going to be Spanish-driven um, that he wanted me to be a part of to remix one of the Credence Clearwater songs. And uh, 
switch it up so that it's more um, targeted towards um, Latin American or Spanish, um, you know, uh, Spanish-speaking markets and what have you. Um, and it was cool. I, uh, there was there wasn't really many songs to choose from because I was kind of last to be a part of the project. Um, but one of the songs uh, that was up for grabs was called Molina, uh, and I'd never heard that one before, and it really intrigued me. So I listened to it and listened to it and listened to it, and eventually I just I just I just heard the remix after maybe the third or fourth listen, and uh, it has kind of a it has kind of a um, fortune son kind of groove uh, Molina does the original yeah um, uh-huh. I wanted to I wanted to switch it up to a uh, something more danceable where everyone could get down and dance to it uh, so I I just heard it in a cumbia form a cumbia style and right. um, yeah and it just fit like a glove I, I I explained it to Juan and we talked about it and uh it, it just it just made sense from the beginning as soon as I presented it to him and then we got um, Azdrew to sing on the track and then we got Juanes who was gracious enough to um, perform on the track. Uh, he's playing guitar on it or I'm playing some here and there. So it, it was just an awesome experience. And that's out. It's called uh, Quiero Credence. Uh, it's available everywhere, and you guys can check it out. And, and all the songs, everybody that contributed to the album, is um, it's great. I recommend everybody check it out. Check out Molina, that one, and check out all of them. Um, also, Juan Gabriel is featured on there. Um, you know, rest in peace. Up on there too. And you've got a, a a video up for Molina too, don't you? Um, I think so. Uh, actually, no. Yeah. I don't, we don't have one. For, do we? Yeah, we do have one for. Molina. I think it's a, right. a lyric that's, video. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lyric video. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I, yeah. I was thinking yeah. a rich, uh, official video. I was like, I, if we do, I don't remember it, you know. But then again, you've been so busy, you wouldn't know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, we are talking with uh, Salvador Santana about his new direction, his new songs, and the this is my home uh, campaign. And and you can uh, send your email uh, questions in to musicfridaylive at gmail.com and we will read them on the air in fact we've already got a couple here but before we uh, we turn to those um i want to talk about this is my home mm-hmm. but uh, before but i want to introduce it with an earlier song of yours that i think really beautifully exemplifies the the drive uh, behind something like this this is uh, rise up we're gonna rise up rise up somehow Start the journey, conquer this mountain that I see before me. Yeah, I won't let anything discourage me. Cause every day we turn dreams to reality. For those who said that I could and I couldn't too. Lessons build strength to help see the vision through. Every day I give thanks and appreciate. Well, of course, that's the uh, the fabulous voice there of Alex Nestor singing with you. And I understand the two of you are gonna be uh singing the national anthem this Sunday at uh, the Warriors game in Oakland. Congratulations. <laughs> no, actually we're gonna be at the Raiders game. Uh, uh, Raiders game. Sorry. Raiders. Yeah. No, it's okay. The Warriors. That'd be cool too. Um, you know, <laughs> if anybody's listening out there and they, and they want to invite me, I, I would be more than willing. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be the third time that Alex and I. I'll be playing keyboards, uh, and Alex will be singing the national anthem. This will be our third time doing it. The last time we did it, the Raiders won. So they invited us. Hopefully, hey, get another one for them. Good for that. Well, like I said, I, I chose that song because it's, it, first of all, it's my all-time favorite South Santana song, but also because of the, the message uh, of This Is My Home. I um, want to tell people in a nutshell what This Is My Home campaign is and how it's going to help us all rise up. Uh, yeah. Well, again, it's about broadening awareness uh, and, you know, towards immigration uh, here in America and to also break the pers- the main perception that immigration is particularly Latinos and within the Latino community, specifically Mexicans. You know, immigration is is everybody. You know, you see immigration happening across the across the world. It's happening right now in Syria. You know, it's happening um, it's happening in all parts of the world as we speak right now, not just here in America. Um, and the thing about that is, you know, America was built on immigration. We uh, you know, Europeans came over to escape what was going on 
over to America and to come to a new land for a, a better opportunity and a better life for themselves. And that's what I feel like this country was founded on. Of course, you know, those Europeans and most of our descendants were all just visitors because we weren't the indigenous ones here that originally set foot on this part of the, the world, the, the land on this part of the world, you know, that's known as North America. But since we are here, it's about um, understanding the history for better or for worse and figuring out what we can do to um, move forward so that we can all, not all hippy-dippy with it, but so we can all literally live uh, with each other. You know, it's about sharing this world, sharing, you know, with what we have and you know we all may come from different places we all may have different stories we all may have different beliefs and backgrounds but the one thing we all have in common is that there's one race that's human race you know what i mean and that's really what it's about for me it's about unification and educating teaching um with truth but through um uh with elements of positivity in there as well um and i'm again it's i'm learning a lot too being a part of this (laughs) Organiz- uh, this 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 um, this ref- uh, you know this campaign. I'm learning day day in and day out. You know, every day I learn something new about it. And uh, for me, I feel like I'm doing uh, between that, the music, and everything that's happening. I feel like um, I just only feel ascension from here for me and my career and everything involved. Um, I'm just really grateful, and I feel like this is the time for me to learn and absorb as much as I can because it's only going to get um, in a good way. It's only going to get busier, and it's only going to get better. Uh, from here, and I'm just uh, grateful to be a part of this um, this movement. Will there be uh, uh, music events as part of this? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we did one actually. Uh, well, we kind of did a two for one. We did a Casa uh, campaign uh, event uh, as well as well. I think you actually were there, Patrick, uh, when we did the uh, the movie premiere. Um, I was. I also yes. Yeah, and and the remix it was like a three for one it was a movie premiere because I, I got to score um, uh, a short film uh, by the, uh, uh, the director of the film. Uh, the film was called uh, Leatherbound, and the uh, and the uh, film was directed by um, Monde Monde uh, Gumari uh, from South Africa, mm-hmm. and he invited me to be a part of it, and uh, I just had so much fun playing all the different instruments, drums, keyboards, and adding different sound effects. It was my first time uh, scoring a film, so I got to do that and feature the film there, as well as the Remix Can Show and to promote CASA. Um, and, yeah, hopefully that will be the first of many, many more. You know, Hopefully a little all more right. consolidated. So. <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> and you can always visit okay. um, the CASA page on Facebook, um, as well as on uh, Instagram and social media, what have you. You guys can always follow us and follow me up on there and get all the latest on what's happening through CASA and my involvement on there. Um, and again, thank you for everyone just, just paying attention and just being uh, helping me be a part of this and make this movement happen. Well, this is the time to, to, pay, to pay attention. We've got some email. So I, I want to, Billy in Los Angeles uh, wants to know, do you ever tour with your dad and what is that like? I'm sure that's a question you've been asked a lot. Yeah, I've toured with him uh, before. Um, it's been a while, uh, but I did it uh, about 10 years ago where I would actually perform in my band um, for about 20 minutes. Uh, then the middle band would go on, like Little Only Boys or somebody. They'd play 40, 45 minutes. Uh, and then I'd play two, two and a half hours with my dad in his band. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun and a gr- great experience for me. Um, but I realized I was... I realized partway through uh, during that time, and again, I was more in my younger, mid-20s, I realized that I knew my dad's music better than I knew my own. And I <laughs> thought that there was a, I mean, it's a kind of a good problem, but it's kind of, a, I realized that I needed to focus a little bit more on my craft and my music, uh, whereas my dad's, you know, yeah. joining forces with him and being able to play with him on stage is, is super awesome, you know. But I have to, uh, if in order for me to focus on my career and my music, I got to, I got to put that, I have, I figured out I had to put that much more time and effort into it. So, um, but yeah, every once in a while we'll jam together. I'll go out to Las Vegas and hang out with him. He'll invite me on stage. We'll jam together. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's that must be fun. fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Marjorie, Marjorie in New York city wants to know, uh, as also does Ralph in um, Los Angeles wants to know if you have any live shows coming up. Oh yeah. I, I, uh, I'm actually looking forward to um, 
coming out with a bunch of different shows. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to happen uh, later this month or early November before the holidays hit. That's the only thing that, that we're still figuring out. Um, my main goal is to complete my solo uh, material that I've been working on and eventually put it all together and call it an album of some kind, uh, as well as the Remixicans to launch that project. Um, and hopefully somewhere in there, once th th those things are complete, I can you know hone in and figure out where I can be playing in um, in the Southern California area specifically, or hopefully coming to a town near you know you guys. Uh, or or maybe New, New York, where uh, Marjorie is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I, that'd be great. Recommend. You'd love that, huh? Oh, I love New York. Um, I don't know if New York loves me, but man, I I, I love it out there. I, I I you know it's it's a cool spot. It's a really uh, and 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 um, one of those cities that definitely you don't have to look very many directions to hear an eclectic uh, you know variety of music out there. Um, it's all over, and uh, that's why that's one of the main reasons why I love New York. Um, okay. So I, well, we're getting a little tight on time, and there's another song I want to uh, to get in here. This is uh, me to Saro. Said you never let me go Every time I think about you Always let me know I tried calling your phone Even though you're not home And now the time's passed I'm at your tombstone Love is just a word Without an extra cost I got a feeling inside That proves love is never lost My heart skips a beat And it beats to your thoughts I know you'll always be with me And keep a close watch Me disorder That's my second favorite uh, Sal Santana song. And, you know, one of the joys of going to concerts by Latinos in East and South Los Angeles and anywhere, actually, is how often I see the chairs in front of the stage or along the walls for the abuelas, the grandmothers. Family is such a strong value that immigrants from all over are kind of re-injecting into our culture. And I think that song really reflects family values. Uh, so I really appreciate you giving it to us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, receiving it and appreciating it. And of course, I guess uh, you want to, maybe you could tell our audience a little bit about what it, uh, what prompted that song. Yeah, sure. Um, basically it's uh you know, inspired by um, my grandmother, um, uh, Donna, uh, Jose Santana, uh, Josefina, excuse me, Josefina Santana, my grandmother. Um, she's, that's what she used to call me. She used to call me her treasure um, when I was little. And that, that always resonated with me. It always stuck with me. And um, I don't know, I just felt, uh, I just felt not obligated or compelled, but I just, I just felt the need to um, pay homage and respect to, not only her, but um, everybody that came here before me that 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 sacrificed so much, you know, in a way, in order for for me and our generation and future generations to to enjoy, so that they don't have to go through in a way what what they went through, um, you know, and also to enjoy the things that they got to enjoy in life as well, because that's really what we're here to do is to enjoy, you know, for, um, and that's really what the message was is to pay homage. It tells a story about me um, thinking of her and remembering the things that she told me um, and things that way. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, when I first wrote the song and, and would perform it, it, it would be difficult at times because I would get choked up and I'd get teary-eyed. And there's a lot of emotion, you know, for me as well. And as I'm sure maybe people get emotional when they hear the song because I, I put a lot of emotion into it. But the more I do, the more, and more also I the video. Oh, yeah, the video too. That was... Um, <laughs> But, but all in all, it was it's it's all because um, we're here to enjoy and we're here to, um, you know, uh, just just enjoy life and and and, uh, you know, to spread that joy around. And even for something as deep and possibly somber as the song can present itself, it's really about celebration. And that's what I really wanted to highlight the most in that song, to pay homage to her um, and to you know remind everyone to celebrate and enjoy. Well, you did it, uh, and you did it very well, and I really want to recommend everybody not only to listen to the song, but also to see the video. You did a beautiful, beautiful job on the oh, video for, for that song. Thank you. 
Unfortunately, we are out of time. We've been having too much fun. Uh, I wanted to talk to you uh, about your journey to change the world. And we're going to have to, you know, we, you know what I think I'd like to do is when yeah. the Remexicans project comes out, have you on my bilingual radio show, which is both in Spanish and English and has a Spanish oh. audience as well as an English audience. So that'll be a, a lot of fun. But right now, um, I'd enjoy that. That'd be great. Okay. Right now, why don't you remind people where they can get your music and how they can follow your live performances? Yes, absolutely. So you, everyone, when you get a chance, go and check out com. You can find links to going and grabbing my music, um, current as well as uh, recent past. Uh, you, there's also a YouTube link on there, so you can check out uh, the videos and all the other media, uh, thing, fun things that I've been doing as of recently. Uh, last but not least, there's social media links on there too, so you guys can follow me and figure out where I'm at and track my every move. As Sometimes I don't even know where I'm at, so <laughs> that might help me out too. So. Thank you so much for okay. having me, Patrick. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to having you on Musica Fusion at LA. It, uh, this has been lots and lots of fun. Uh, we have to take a, a quick break right now. And actually, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little trip to Mexico. So don't go away because we're going to take you to the Sea of Cortez. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. As I often say, I wish I had a voice like that. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're in California or in Southern California, Arizona, like he said, there's a fabulous vacation waiting for you. Only a half day's drive in San Felipe. That's on the Mexico Sea of Cortez. You can golf, you can swim, you can tour galleries, you can dine in some of Mexico's finest seafood. And they're going to have a fresh shrimp festival with chefs from all over Mexico coming into San Felipe for the Shrimp Festival. That's uh, the weekend, November 4th. You can do all this while staying in a luxury condo or a budget studio apartment or even a private sandcastle in the dunes. Boy, doesn't that sound like fun? The key to this paradise, like he said, mysanfelipevacation.com. It's the place for accommodations in San Felipe and also in Hacienda Beach and some of the places around there, too. So if you want a getaway weekend or a whole week's escape, go to mysanfelipevacation.com. And best of all, if you use the code MFL5, that's MFL5, you get a 5% discount. So don't miss the, the San Felipe Shrimp Festival coming up November 5th and 6th. And don't forget to use the discount code MFL5. Well. Something very interesting seems to be happening in Texas music. Uh, back in August, we, we talked with uh, Jackie Vinson and we listened to her powerhouse blues guitar licks. And then we talked with the El Dusty from uh, Corpus Christi, who is up for a Latin Grammy this year, uh, next month, with his Texas rap. And today, we are talking to a young woman who at 17 years old has twice won the award for East Texas Female Guitarist of the Year. And, and I, I think she's on her way to winning awards for the best guitarist of any gender in any state. Allie, Ven, Allie Venable can blow the roof off of a club with her guitar chops and her songwriting and her singing. Her band, the Allie Venable Band, sounds suspiciously like they are creating the future sound of blues rock in the state that practically created blues rock. Well, I spent yesterday listening to her music, and I have come down off the ceiling just enough to welcome her to Music Friday Live. Allie, welcome. It's a real pleasure to have you on the show. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
Well, I, I'm I'm sure that whenever you're interviewed, the first question is, how can you be so good so young? So I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what instead I'm going to ask, when did you realize that blues was going to be your life? Well, I first started playing the guitar and singing when I was about 11 or 12. And I've sang my whole life. I've sang like since I was about four. I was singing in church, you know, at, um, in the church choir, you know. It's, um, and I guess that's where I first started doing music, you know. And um, I, f- I chose blues because I feel like it has a lot of emotion to it. You know, it has you can get all of, all that stuff inside of you out and you can connect with people in a way that a lot of genres, a lot of genres are different. And I feel like a lot of genres are like originated from blues. Blues is like the heart and soul of a lot of genres. And so that's why I chose, that's why I kind of gravitated towards blues music. So, Well, you worked with the, uh, the legendary blues guitarist, Lance Lopez, who by the way, has a new album out called supersonic blues machine. Yes. Was he a, a musical yes. teacher or a friend or a producer yes, or tutor? A, How did that work? He's a, um, I just got in contact with him probably within this last year. And, uh, he's a really great mentor. Um, like I've, I've been self-taught for most of the way until now. And he's teaching me a lot of techni- technical things and, how to be on stage and he's a really great mentor and a great person and he's a great guitarist man he's so good i look up to him and i hope to be like him one day <laughs> but yeah he's he's great and i love his new album with billy gibbons and um walter Trout and all them so it's a really good album well you know the the blues world uh has historically been a male world, especially when it came to guitars. And, you know, there've been some notable exceptions like Kelly Green and Jackie Vinson. Uh, has that changed? Did, are there a lot more girls with guitars and blues now? Yeah, I feel like it's a growing thing. Um, uh, I feel like um, a lot of girls um, are getting more courage to come out or they're being noticed, really. They're getting a lot more um, noticeable in the music scene. And I think that's great, you know having more females, you know, play guitar. <laughs> so I, I take it, it hasn't been a problem for you that people haven't dismissed you because you're, you're young and female. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes uh, people are like, why are you playing the blues? Why you're too young? And why are you playing the guitar? You're, you're a girl. Well, I just like to do it. <laughs> I love to I, do it. I think it's so cool. Well, if if you ever get the tour out to L.A., there's a um, a series here called Girls Rock L.A., and I'll put you in touch with the uh, the woman who produces that, uh, uh, Julieta, uh, and uh, maybe we can see you on the stage here. But right now, I I want our uh, our, our audience to hear some of this great music because I so here is uh, No Glass Shoes, the title track. get back down off the ceiling I, I i love the intro in that and the way you bring up the guitar in the second measure i also love your voice control and and how well it harmonizes with the licks that you play it's classic blues oh, but you. You, you put some electricity into it um was that a one-take yeah, song for you like a... did... i'm sorry go ahead i, I, I was asking oh, if you sorry. did that in one take but go ahead <laughs> oh yeah 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 um we do. We did um, live tracks on it, uh, and then we overlaid. We over overlaid the the tracks, 
and um yeah it's i really like the guitar on it it sounds it sounds incredible it's um it's really great <laughs> i'm really proud well, I hope of, you the, know, since proud you of played the, it. Whole, the whole album <laughs> um and like i say i, I really love, love the uh the 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 intro on on that one um where did the title no glass shoes come from i can understand no glass slippers but how come no glass shoes is there a story behind no that glass shoes well originally there was a guy his name's james Shote, and um i played country music when i first started and he had wrote, wrote a song called no glass shoes and i kind of took the con he for me he wrote it for me to kind of do whatever i wanted to with it and I kind of I changed a bunch of the words, you know. I I stayed with the same concept, you know, no glass shoes, you know, Cinderella type thing. And um, I changed the words and I scored it and I did all the music, you know, the music to it. And um, that was the end result, <laughs> what you just heard. So um, I'm really proud of um, how it all turned out. You know, we added the organ to it and. Um, it just it had this really big sound uh, when I when we all played it all out and um, the guys did really well on the album on the song too. So it, it, is that a, kind of is the that inspiration a Hammond, behind the song? Is that a Hammond B three back there? I'm sorry. Is that a Hammond B three organ I hear there? I think so. <laughs> I think so too. It has that that classic sound there, and uh, you know, you you it, it, as soon as I heard, it, I said, mm, "Okay, she's got good, very good taste in organs." Uh, whoever your 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 organ player, and you know, the whole band is really tight. Um, your bass player has the timing and the feel down just right. Did you assemble that band? I mean, how did you bring all those great musicians yes. together? Um, well, um, the drummer Elijah. Um, we went to school together. Um, we were both in orchestra, actually. I played the cello, and he played the stand-up bass. And, like, all the all these musicians on the album can play more than one instrument. They're all fantastic musicians. And um, Elijah plays the drums on the album, so that's where I met him through school. And I was a freshman, and he was a senior. So we were in the same orchestra class. And then I met Bob, my bass player, Bobby Wallace, um, through Craigslist. <laughs> that's where I met him. <laughs> Musicians it's kind friend. of a funny story, yeah. <laughs> and, are are, uh, are you the youngest Randy, member of the band? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's kind of funny. But they, but, but not they, too far uh, from me though. Oh, okay. So you've got you've got these uh, these these older guys, slightly older guys, who are quite happy to uh, to back you up. Uh, well, it's I know it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of of your of the bass playing, uh, I, there's a, a sample of it I really want people to hear. Uh, this is Trainwreck Blues. really moves along boy the train may be wrecked but it's still uh still got plenty of energy <laughs> um and i know you wrote it too so uh now do you have a favorite style of blues or do you do you best love 12 bar or memphis or rock or delta or do you just sort of play them all i really like them all <laughs> i don't know if i could choose one you know or choose a certain type of blues i think everybody has their own interpretation of what blues is you know like i said before all the genres originate from it so um, i like to play it all even like different genres too so 
but blues is my main rock rock blues is probably my main what I gravitate towards musically and what we try to accomplish whenever we play whenever I play live or whenever I'm in the studio you know I try to play some like I really like Joe Bonamassa I really like him and Lance Lopez of course and Buddy Guy Joe's been on this show oh (laughs) I love him he's so good Uh, and of course, Texas is kind of the home of uh, of, of blues rock. Um, and I understand right, that that when Ray you play Bond live, and... yeah, yeah, right, and <laughs> ZZ Top, and you know, um, yeah. I understand that when you play live, you guys really put on quite a show. You just don't stand there and play; that you you oh, move thanks. around quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we move around. Yeah, we do. We move around a lot, especially me. I get, I'll get out in the crowd and I'll dance and I'll even like jump on tables. <laughs> whenever I can or get on whatever ledges there are I'll find them I'll try to find my own path you know <laughs> hopefully you've kind never of fallen off anything no knock on wood I need to knock on wood no right. I haven't fallen I've tripped I've tripped before but I've always caught myself <laughs> well, well now that we we jumping now that we've got everybody excited about seeing you uh play live uh you got some concerts coming up um, yes, yes. Um, tomorrow, I actually have two shows and um, in Texas, uh, Jefferson and in my hometown, which I'm really excited to play in my hometown. It's a it's a place called it's a venue called the Back Porch. And it's a really great, um, really great, great family oriented place. And we just came back from um, a little CD tour for us. We came back from uh, New Jersey at a place called um, Roxy and Dukes. It was really fun. We played with um, Bob Lanza and his band. And then before that, the weekend before that, we went down to Florida, Tampa, Tampa Bay, and we played at Skipper's Smokehouse. And that was really fun. A lot of great musicians have passed through there. And then we also played at a brewer called Marker 48 down there in Florida. So we've had some really good shows. And we're booked up um, through through october to november i believe so all of our dates are on our facebook page if anybody wants to go look at that on our facebook page that's where you can find all of our shows and and uh what 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 do they search for on facebook um ally venable band it's a-l-l-y v as a victor e-n-a-b-l-e band okay okay you should see a picture Uh... of me (laughs) (laughs) right we are talking with ali venerable about her music and her new album no glass shoes her and all sorts of other things and being a young woman in texas blues and you can uh, send us your questions uh to music friday live at gmail.com music friday live at gmail.com and actually some of you have so why don't we um why don't we turn to some of the email that's coming in uh this is uh trent in san diego uh says so you were self-taught, but you were playing the cello. How did that work? <laughs> I self-taught and yes, I was self-taught in guitar. Like I've, I actually went to um, some lessons to learn the basic stuff, and then I just taught myself, and I would listen by ear. And um, but I learned the cello um, at school. We had like a orchestra class at school, so I learned how to play. Um, I'm not self-taught in cello, but I'm self-taught in uh, guitar. <laughs> All right. And uh, we've, we have several questions that, that I was actually going to ask you, uh, but since our, uh, our fans have, uh, we'll go to, um, uh, Marjorie in Hollywood and Marjorie says, um, how many guitars do you have and what kind are they? Now I know the answer, but why don't you <laughs> tell them? Hi, Marjorie. Um, I have two main guitars that I use on stage, but I have probably like eight or nine at home that I just play around on, you know. Um, my main guitar I have is a um, American Strat Deluxe. It's a 2006 model, and um, it has a rosewood rosewood neck on it, and I just, I just got endorsed by um, Fishman uh, Music, and they gave me some uh, pickups, single coil pickups to use in those, so that's the kind of pickups I use, and then um, I used Ernie Ball strings because I just got endorsed by them as well. And they're great strings. They're great, beautiful strings. Um, I just moved up to 10s. I'm not, I don't use 9s. I used to use 9s, but now I use 10s. And 
they're really great. I used the slinkies, the Ernie Ball slinky uh, string. So that's what one of my, my main guitar. And then the other guitar, I have a, it's like a custom built Telecaster that this guy, his name was Richard Rains. And he had built it um, for me right before he passed away. So um, he he played for Perfect Stranger, and um, he made me that guitar right before um, he uh, he died. So um, those are my two main guitars that I use on stage every weekend, playing shows and live and in the studio as well. I use my Strat on the on the record um, as well. Is is the uh, the custom one? Is that the uh, Sunburst uh, Fender, the Cherry Sunburst no, Fender? The, no, the 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 Cherry Schumburg Fender is my Strat. Uh, is not the oh, okay. is the Stratocaster. My Tele is a custom kind of like red, um, destruct destructed type looking guitar. So. And of course, you have a Taylor acoustic too, don't you? Yes, I have a Taylor acoustic as well that I use for acoustic um, acoustic shows. Because, because we have several people here who wanted to know if you play the acoustic, and the answer is yes. Um, Raul yes, in San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, all right. Raul in, in San Francisco uh, wants to know if you're in uh, uh, bands in town. I don't know. Are, are you listed with bands in town? Um, I'm not. I think I might be. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Um, well, we've got a few more emails, but uh, we've got some. We, we, I really want to get back to, uh, to music here. Um, so let's play another one of those great songs of yours that I love so much. This is a woke up this morning. I wanted to play that one especially because I love the licks at the beginning and in the bridge and the breakdown. Uh, and also, I Thank just you. for all those people who are writing, yes, there is a picture of all of her guitars. It's on her Facebook page. So go to her Facebook page and scroll through and uh, the photographs and you'll see the whole collection of guitars there. Now, back to this. <laughs> Woke up this morning. Um, you wrote that song, didn't you? Yes, I wrote that um, in middle school. I the inspiration for that song is in middle school, I got bullied and um, I had this one friend and she kind of turned against me and I was kind of sad about it. I would go home. I remember going home, uh, you know, crying and not wanting to come back because I didn't really have a lot of friends. And so I kind of put my emotion uh, towards that song and I really liked how it turned out. And that's the reason why I write right why musicians write you know it's because they have struggles and hopefully they can they know some people out there have this kind of the same struggles as they do and so i want to try to connect with people through my music and i want to try to accomplish that so that's where the song originated from okay well the recording of that is kind of interesting in that the guitars in that are very strong even when you're singing and you manage to balance it so that as strong as they are, they don't smother your voice. Uh, how did you pull that off? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess Rock is a really good producer. Rock Romano produced the the whole CD with Steve and a Red Shock in Houston, Texas. So I guess that was his doing. <laughs> He's a really All great right. producer. Well, we've got a number of, of uh, emails here regarding your voice. Um, uh, Motorhead in Phoenix wants to know if your voice is changing and will it get deeper? And uh, 
Uh, Rascal in Dallas wants to know if you can also belt the blues. So is your voice in transition as you get older? Is it, it, yes, gonna, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like after the CD, my voice changed. I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, women artists like Beth Hart and Bonnie Raitt and um, Samantha Fish and all those mm-hmm. um, female singers, you know. Um, I feel like it has changed after the CD. Um, after the CD was made, so. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that uh, that's that's normal. Who knows? Maybe you know, in five years, you'll sound like Janis Joplin. Uh, we're gonna play. <laughs> we're getting a little tight on time, but there's one other uh, song I did want to play, and this is "Downhearted Blues." got a few seconds left but uh, uh you offered to sing a little bit for us so we can tell the difference in your voice why don't you give us a, a couple of measures yeah yeah um there's an old tune um sunhouse um does it john the revelator i'll sing some of, a bit of that so you can hear the difference you know i said oh, who's that all right john the revelator who's that all right in john the revelator Who's that riding? John or Revelator wrote the book of the seven seas. Wow. <laughs> you got me you got me moving and grooving here without even playing guitar. And I can also uh, uh, tell the difference in, in your voice. Well, like I said, maybe in five years you are gonna sound like Janice Joplin. Uh, and and what I really <laughs> like is the fact that you're aware of it and you're planning for it. And that's uh that's that means that from now on every other every new record is going to be as good as this one so but like i say oh, we're so we're, we're just about out of time but i did want to ask you real quick there's a line in there so trouble is going to follow you to your grave and that's not really an optimistic uh, line for a 17 year old uh, you don't really mean that do you <laughs> <laughs> no no well i i guess that's what the the emotion you know that comes out you know when you're feeling sad um i want people to know it's okay to feel that way sometimes it's okay to get that out get that what you're thinking out some people think um think that way and it's okay to just get rid of it you know just let it all out so i mean i don't really mean that but i just have thought you know <laughs> but it's it, okay out i got okay, it you know <laughs> all right, well we we are out of time so once again why don't you tell people where they can get your albums all right. Um, the album, um, the album is uh, is on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, CD Baby, and it's also on Google Play as well. And are you talking about the? Um, you're probably talking about the Alberta Hunter song, the Downhearted Blues song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the song I took. I didn't listen to the. I didn't listen to the the song i just took the words from it and kind of changed them up a little bit at the end of the song and i just wrote the i just wrote the music to it so that's the old alberta hunter song (laughs) well we are out of time and i want to say i want to say thank you so much for you're you're supposed to be in class now in high school so thank you so much uh we're gonna have (laughs) We're going to have you back on the air uh, again because there are lots of things to, to talk about and lots more. But uh, for the time being, we really enjoy this. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone who's listening and all your questions. And um, you can go follow me on Instagram and Facebook and all that cool stuff. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Music Friday. And from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, our radio affiliates, and also our network in London, the Artist Echoes Network. Like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds and get real-time updates on our guest. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. 
Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Tune in next week. We're going to talk to High Sunday Band and Harold Lopez Nusa. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on the guests. Good night, everybody. Have a great musical weekend. And here's a little bit more of that downhearted blues. Thank you.